Hello and welcome everyone. My name is Matt and this is Journey to Freedom podcast. This show is all about traveling, financial freedom, success stories and so much more. In this podcast, I talk with a diverse community of people about their stories from around the world and my own life experiences with traveling and finance. Join me to my weekly series to learn more. Hi everyone, welcome back. Today, I'm joined by a community builder, a tech company founder, and an online entrepreneur living in Miami Beach, Florida, Patrick Farrell. Patrick has been working remotely for the past four years, ever since he left his corporate job in New York City, and now he helps clients with online business, mentoring, and building out the tech systems necessary to set up for a successful digital business. Patrick loves connecting with entrepreneurs, working towards personal growth, and most importantly, empowering individuals on how to find their freedom in their life. Additionally, Patrick is an author of an ebook called The Rise, a book that helps you discover who you are and who you want to become. With Patrick, I'll be discussing his current hometown of Miami Beach, how to become a digital nomad, how to find a path to success, and what jobs you could do while traveling the world. Patrick, it's great having you here. Awesome. Thank you very much for having me. Absolutely. So before we just jump into this topic of digital nomad and how to travel the world and how you can become a freelancer, I just want to say that uh, actually Patrick and I, we've never met before, right? In real life, I actually uh, saw you on this new app called Clubhouse. That's like the virtual uh, where you have virtual rooms and you can listen to each other. I saw you. I heard you actually. And I think it was Jackie Katz and Alex Fasulo. So those two people I would love to meet one day too. Um, and I just decided to reach out to Patrick one day and, and talk to you. So I really appreciate it. Awesome. Yeah, it was, uh, it, they're good people too. So, uh, and we're all, in, a few of us are in Florida. So hopefully we can get together sometime. Yeah, everybody lives pretty much close together. That's good. So how is living in Miami? I want to talk a little bit before that um, about Miami Beach and Miami overall area because I know I have a lot of listeners that are, a lot are from, from the U.S., but I have a lot of people from Poland as well, from Norway, some are from Asia as well. So for those who you know haven't really built been to Florida or Miami itself, how is living in Southern Florida? Uh, it's been pretty good. I actually moved down here from New York City in uh, September and just came down here. And uh, I really enjoy being five blocks from the beach and uh, going to the restaurants. And a lot of my friends have been been moving down here as well. So it's been a really good place to be. Um, I am enjoying the sun. I think that's something very uh, healthy for us to, to be out in the sun and um, just like enjoy a little bit of, yeah, life in South Florida. I cannot complain. We've been doing some boat trips and, and things like that as well. So I definitely enjoy it more than uh, the winter in New York City, which is what I had last year. So When did you move exactly to Miami? Uh, September. Gotcha. So what are some of the things that you would recommend? Let's just say your friends or your family would come from New York or from elsewhere. What are some things you would say that they should definitely do when it comes to like you know, attractions, let's just say? Uh, it's a good question. I'm still kind of exploring myself. Um, I like to do a lot of the outdoor stuff. Um, I don't know if you've ever heard of Acker Yoga, but there's like a huge community of Acker Yoga people. We, we hang out and, uh, on Wednesdays and Sundays. Um, there's some good restaurants uh, that I've been to and uh, also getting a, a group of friends and, and renting a boat has definitely been something that was pretty fun here. 
that you can't necessarily do in other cities uh, as easily. So that's been a, that's been a good time. Yeah, I've noticed that's actually in Miami. A lot of people rent a boat and then just go for a few hours, right? Just to just uh, just chill, I guess. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty pretty Miami thing to do. So I can't complain. It is. It is. Um, what about the restaurants? Would you have any recommendations with that? Uh, there's a place called Planta, which I've been to, which is a vegan restaurant. There's a place called Boho House that we went to that has like music and dancing uh, combined with some some. It's I wouldn't say it's the most amazing food, but it was uh, it was good food and it was uh, a really good like cool vibe. So I, I definitely enjoyed going there with some friends. Um, but I'm still exploring, to be honest with you. Uh, it's still building my business here, so I've been kind of like at my computer screen since I've uh, been down here quite a bit. Um, and the community building thing is important to me. So actually, we meet up and do more like gatherings with like masterminds and stuff like that too. Yeah, no, absolutely. I was there. I was living in Miami only for about six months or so. And when you're just so busy, you don't really have much time to explore. So I, I feel you. I know yeah, how that yeah. goes. All right. So, well, let's talk about the topic of, of today about, you know, becoming a digital nomad, right? About your story, because I found it very interesting. Um, can we talk a little bit about that? How you actually become a digital nomad? What is your story like? Yeah, for sure. Um, I have been a digital nomad for about five years now, uh, even though I actually still now have an apartment and a base here in Miami, I still definitely would like to consider myself a digital nomad. And being able to, to jump on a plane and go somewhere for a month or two at a time is, is something that I really highly value in my life. So I started my journey in May of 2016, but it really started about six to six months to a year before that when I kind of had the idea to become location independent. And I wanted to be able to travel and work from my laptop anywhere in the world. And I knew that I had the skills to do it because I was a software engineer. Um, and that's pretty easy transition from uh, working at a company into software engineering remotely. Like it doesn't really matter where I am as long as I have an internet connection. Um, but I had a lot of things I had to deal with first. I had uh, a great, on, on paper, I had everything that you would have thought somebody would have wanted. Uh, I had a relationship. I had um, a six figure salary in Manhattan, uh, amazing apartment. And I still was not truly happy. And I felt like if I don't try something else, I'm going to regret it for the rest of my life. So I decided that I was going to start becoming a minimalist. And I had a bunch of stuff from college that I had to get rid of and, and just like get rid of a bunch of things. Because if you're going to go travel around the world, like you can't have all this stuff kind of like tying you down. Um, and it doesn't really make sense to put it in storage uh, if you're just going to be traveling for, I traveled for like a couple of years uh, when I started. Um, and I then quit my job and I did something called Nomad Cruise. And I quit on May 6th of 2016. And then I joined the Nomad Cruise in late May of 2016. And we went from Cartagena, Colombia to Portugal for two weeks. And we basically had this conference where we were skill sharing. We were talking about how people built their YouTube channels. We were talking about how people built their online followings and just like continuing to share um, with each other while also creating a really strong community. And it was really powerful to be around those people for two weeks. And I actually spent um, an extra $150, which doesn't sound like much, but it, that yeah. extra money um, actually changed my whole life. And I mm -hmm. put, have you heard of the, the term proximity is power? I have, yeah, once, yeah. Uh -huh. 
Yeah, so proximity is power. Putting yourself in the right environment around the right group of people. So I was already on this cruise with a bunch of people that wanted that lifestyle. But then I invested a little bit extra money to put myself in the yacht club on the cruise. And all of the people that had kind of made it already, all the entrepreneurs that were already like successful in their businesses were in that room. And I got to spend two weeks in that room with them and, and uh, collaborating with them and, and, and just like enjoying each other's company. Um, there was a bar obviously in there and it was like our, our hangout place. And, and that was what also really accelerated my career because when I was in that room, I started connecting with somebody called Miles Beckler and a few other people. And Miles saw my potential and he invited me to be a videographer um, at his retreat about four to five months later in in thailand and that was kind of the start of like me going and like understanding retreats and and how like that kind of thing works because i think it's super powerful just like the nomad cruise was like a two-week intense experience where we're all together for two weeks and, and mm -hmm. collaborating mm -hmm. um, i also think retreats can be that kind of uh environment as well and people really grow quickly so Basically, that Nomad Cruise accelerated me to be like a, a videographer on his retreat in Thailand. And then I got invited again to go in Bali. And it was just like a spiral effect where it continued to, to get more and more cool things happening um, because of the people I was putting myself around. Yeah, so it, that it, sounds amazing, especially that what you're saying right here, I think is very important, like the opportunities that you can actually have once you are surrounded by the right people, right? Um, it really important that if you want to stay focused, if you're working towards a goal, let's just say, you know, financial freedom, or you want to, uh, you want to explore something that you've been passionate about for a very long time. As long as you surround yourself with people that have the same mindset, then you have a better chance of succeeding pretty much. Yeah. And it's really important to, I think to, it's not to say like you can't be friends with other people, but, but your core group of people, um, like, are they lifting you up or they're tearing you down? And that's right. something that I've always thought of. And like, if we're lifting each other up, we actually help each other in, in, enforce and, uh, empower ourselves through our belief systems. And basically like if you're helping your friend run an event, or if you're helping your friend go on stage, and encouraging them or creating an environment for them to thrive, you're helping them reinforce a new belief system that they can be that entrepreneur, they can be that freelancer, they can be whatever they want to be by us helping each other grow. Yeah, it's just a teamwork. Yes. I think so, yeah. And with that, you wrote a book called The Rise. It's an ebook, right, that people can find online. And I went online, I was able to browse a little bit on your page and found out that um, the book itself, quote unquote, says it's to become happier, live and enjoy more often and find the purpose, right? Yes. Um, how did you actually come up with the content of the book? What made you motivate to, uh, to write a book in the first place? Basically, when this journey that I've been on since, since 2016 uh, led me to uh, personal development. And I started going to Mind Valley uh, University. I started going to an event called Unleash the Power Within with Tony Robbins. Then I started going to uh, his next event called Date with Destiny. And I also went to several other smaller events and Lewis House Summit of Greatness. All these things started helping me really step into my own power and step into a mindset that I was the entrepreneur that the world needed me to be. You've heard of that song, Man in the Mirror by Michael Jackson? Yes, of course. It's like, if we want to change the world, we have to change ourselves first. Yes, exactly. 
And I had to go down that path to like, really like go in and, and learn how to, um, to, to work on myself. And then that's where I started uh, wanting to take that knowledge that I had learned and put it out there to the world, but in my own voice, like it's not Tony's voice. It's not Mind Valley's voice. It's my voice. And I realized that if I was going to do that, I needed a book um, to get people started with, because even if they do a coaching session with me or a program with me, um, it's really good to, to go through the basics of like, how did you become who you are today? What are all the forks in the road that helps you realize um, who you became today. Like I went to Australia and, and lived in Australia for six months and that made it a massive fork in my life that really empowered me to, to, to start traveling and wanting to, to be more uh, location independent, flexible. Um, and, and then there was other, like moving in New York City, that was a big fork in my life and I actually didn't want to do it at the time, but it was one of the most empowering things ever to live in New York City and that be around that environment um, that is, was empowering me to, to step into uh, a new version of myself. And that's what that book, I want people to like realize the forks in the road. And then what do they love to do? Um, because like, if you're, if you wake up in the morning and you're like, I don't want to do this, I don't want to like put all this energy into building software for someone else, or if I don't want to, um, make this, this blog post because, it doesn't resonate with who I am. Well, why are you doing it? Yeah. So I want people to realize what they love to do and then find that purpose, find that passion because that passion is what's going to drive you forward. And the more that you feel like you're excited about your work, the more that you're going to want to do it, the more successful you're going Absolutely, to be with yeah. it. So that's what that book is supposed to create for you. That's great. Yeah, this is exa- this is something I was actually talking with my other friend on the other episode of this podcast as well. Um, we're talking about the passion and the drive, how important it is to just find, you know, your happiness. Um, and I think that a lot of people, they just, you know, they wake up every day in the morning and many people just go to their typical nine to five job and they just keep on continuing year after year after year. And unfortunately, some people miss that opportunity. I think so. They don't really find the happiness. They don't find the purpose in their life. Yeah. And, um, Thankfully, at least for me, you know, a few years ago, I was able to find to kind of sit down and figure out what I really want to do. I was able to find more of a freedom of things I would like to do in the future. But I know that some people actually have um, a problem with that or maybe they they miss an opportunity. So I'm just trying to figure out what are your tips and advice for people that would like to find happiness, find their own purpose? What would you say? I think it takes a lot of self-discovery. I think... uh you can't find it right away without trying new, new things. And there's a YouTube channel called Yes Theory, which I really love. And yes, they're great. They're great. And they help me a lot see that there's so much love in the world that we can support each other, but also pushing past our comfort zone. Because you might not even know you want to do something until you give it a try. And if you don't give it a try, then how would you ever know you wanted to do it, right? Absolutely. And that find that as maybe a, a passion for yourself. So I would say something like podcasting, I, I tried and I actually want to get back into and it was, it's definitely going to be part of my journey. But if I had never tried it to begin with, and I was so fearful of like reaching out to people or, or putting my voice out there, how would I have known that that was that something, something valuable for myself that I was capable of doing? 
Also, if you will follow my Instagram, um, there I've started putting myself on camera more, talking yes. into the into the camera. I did that yesterday. Yeah, that yeah. was the first time experience. So it's it's difficult. Something out of your comfort zone. It's out of your comfort zone, uh, but you'll get better and better and better at it because a new thought creates a new feeling. A new feeling creates a new action. New action creates a new result, which gives you a new thought. So if you have the thought to take action and put yourself on camera and then you do it, you're going to get a new empowering belief around that. And it took me like a couple years, to be honest with you, to like feel super comfortable. Um, so it's not going to happen overnight. Um, and reels are actually something I'm looking to step into now because I'm not really comfortable doing reels. But right. that is a new path for me to step into that discomfort and try something new that might make me excited. It might help share my voice out with the world. Um, and that is just an example of like stepping into a level of discomfort on, on a new thing. Um, let's say you want to jump out of an airplane and then you get excited and then you love jumping out of airplanes. Well, if you had never taken that first initial yeah. step, how would you know that that was something you wanted to do in your life? So I think that's part of the journey. And then what kind of keeps showing up for you? Like, um, I clearly have been around communities since I quit my job. And I started seeing how Nomad Crews built their community. And I started seeing how these retreats were super powerful to create community. And that just kept showing up and showing up. And then I just was like, wow, like if, if nobody else is doing this or not doing it on a massive scale, um, well, and I, I, I'm good at it. And I, I'm capable of doing it for other people to create those safe environments where they can grow. Well, then I need to step into that myself and I need to actually take action to create that for other people. And that just kind of became super powerful for me as I started seeing the magic of people gathering in, in, in groups. Yeah, I think people start looking for the niche, right? Something that they that it's not really popular or something that they're really good at. But they let's just say they, um, they, they, they would like that to do something a little bit better than that. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, with with that, I'm just curious also, how does the freelance work in digital nomad life? Because, you know, like you said, on paper, it looks really, really great. But moving around from time to time, switching locations, going to new places, how is that lifestyle like? Yeah, I would tell somebody, this is not the easiest lifestyle in the world, but it's worth it. And it doesn't mean you have to travel as much as we do. It doesn't mean you have to... Um, be like always on the road because at, that is challenging. I know that like finding like getting my clients uh, work done and things like that can be challenging when you're trying to get a new Airbnb and like a, in a random country. So you just have to kind of like be more conscious of like when you're putting your time in for your work, where you're going to be, when you're going to to do that. Um, I will tell you though that yeah, you have to do the work, but you don't have to do it alone, and that's what part of like the nomad life is powerful too is like sometimes we travel together and somebody else will rent an airbnb and i don't have to think about it right i just yeah. like pay money and i show up so the more that we work together the more that the lifestyle gets easier and easier also like there's so many ways you can make money clearly i started with um my own idea of writing software and traveling around the world writing software and that has been great and it's actually supported my life for a long time but then I started seeing like people needed masterminds, people wanted to connect. There's actually people all over the world right now that feel kind of isolated because they are not able to travel as much uh, with the state of the world the way it is. 
And that is an opportunity for me to step into it and run virtual masterminds so people can connect virtually and still feel that support system. So it's a new idea that I was exposed to and that I started doing myself. So there's so many ways to make money. I think a lot of like the media out there is telling you that you have to like do Amazon uh, FBA and you have to do like this traditional nomad life in order to, to step into it. And that's why I wrote the book was because you have to discover all the skills that you're good at and that you love to do and then figure out an, a place in the world where somebody else needs what you have to offer and then just start creating offers that help other people do stuff. Let's talk a little bit about how people can actually remotely work um, if they're pretty much anywhere in the U.S., let's just say. What kind of jobs can they do in order for them to you know, sustain their life pretty much? I mean, if you go to Fiverr, there's a, a whole multitude of people looking for small projects every day. My friend Alex, who you, you connected with us, has a whole thing where she teaches people how to, how to become freelancers on Fiverr. Um, you can definitely, like, the world is actually easier to do remote work right now because everything's virtual. So you can be a software engineer, you can be a social media manager, you can be a copywriter, you can be an accountant, you can be anything, really. Like, it doesn't really matter. It's finding that, the thing is, I only want to work with people that kind of get that lifestyle or let me live that lifestyle the way that I want to live it. If I was to take on a client that's like, no, you have to be here all the time, like that wouldn't be a client that I would want to take on. So, but there are plenty of other nomads you can serve. There are plenty of other companies that are, are open to this remote work lifestyle. So I think that's important for us to seek out too and find the businesses that we're good at and that the world needs that also let us live the lifestyle we want to live. Yeah. For sure, definitely. And I also have one more question. I want to go back um, to your time when you're in New York City and you decided to leave your corporate job. That's uh, one of the things I think a lot of people would struggle with is, you know, pulling that plug. Let's just say, right, trying to step out of their their comfort zone and saying, well, you know what, I'm not gonna go to job anymore today. I'm gonna leave this place. I'm gonna start a new lifestyle. Right. I think for a lot of people it might be either overwhelming or, or stressful for sure. How did you make that decision? Was it difficult for you as well? So there's a concept of expanders and I had to be expand. My mind had to be expanded to this was possible first. So that's why it's so important for us to share our voice and why you doing this podcast is po- is impactful for other people is that you're expanding people's minds to what's possible. So I was first expanding my mind to the fact that people were living from their laptops in, in Thailand and Bali. I was like, okay, I can do that myself. Um, and then I started like talking to other people that had done it. And actually my friend, uh, Max, I had a call with him and he's like, you can go out. And I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do at the time. Like I was actually thinking about like joining the military. I was thinking about going to business school. Um, and then I was thinking about quitting my job and traveling around the world. And I'm so glad I didn't do the other two yeah. because the other two would have locked me in and given me less freedom. Uh, if I had gotten the MBA, I would have been in financial debt. If I had been in the military, I clearly wouldn't have had the freedom to, to do what I wanted to do. Um, not to discredit anyway in the military. I, I, I strongly support that. And that's been a path, but it wasn't my path at the time. Yes. So I decided to to go travel the world. And he's like, you can spend $100,000 traveling the world and you spend $15,000, or sorry, $100,000 on MBA, or you can spend $15,000 traveling the world and get the same level of education. 
And I truly believe that I did because I got to meet all these people on the cruises. I went to these conferences. I, I did all this stuff. And I invested more than 15000 over the last five years, honestly, because I think investing in ourselves is really important. But I had to make that initial leap and say, okay, this is more valuable to me and this is more fun to me and this is going to bring me more joy if I go travel the world. And the other thing I'll offer your audience is go on YouTube and type in Steve Harvey Jump. And this is a video that I watched before I made the jump. And it, he talks all about like, you're going to have to, if you really want to be successful in life, every successful person that's out there has made a jump. They've made a leap of faith that they can do something. And he's like, as soon as you jump off that plane, let's say figuratively you're jumping out of the plane. Yeah. Your parachute's not going to open right away. You're going to hit some bumps along the way. You're going to have all these things that are happening um, that are going to tear you down. But he's like, the thing is, I promise you, I promise you one day that parachute is going to open. And only five years later do I finally feel like my parachute is starting to open. I have um, a good community here in Miami. I have people reaching out to me to do podcasts. I have um, people signing up for programs that I'm running. I have people coming to my retreats. Uh, so it's finally like all that stuff that I did is starting to come together into who I am today. And now my parachute is starting to open. But it takes time, obviously. And I think the problem is that people are really impatient. I'm impatient too. I think all of us are impatient in some sort of way. We want to get everything right away, right? We want to get everything yeah. today. We can't really wait or we don't want to wait another few weeks or months or years. But I think just like with podcasts, just like with anything that your goal, something that you're really looking forward to, you're working towards to, you're really going to take a long time. So you have to be patient. You have to be patient. And uh, so if you follow Tony Robbins, he has six human needs every human has. And we have certainty, uncertainty, significance, love, growth, and contribution. And the majority of the world live in this feeling of they need certainty and significance. And when you live in that state, you want it now. You're only, you, can, you have to make sure that your money is coming in now. But what if you could live more in the need of uncertainty? That's what a nomad has. And you start to like get excited. You actually have more certainty in the uncertainty because now I know that like next month I randomly booked a flight to Mexico and now I get to go work with a friend in Mexico for uh, 10 days before I go to this other event and then run my retreat there. And that uncertainty of being able to do that gives me certainty that I can like live my life the way I want to. And also have the feeling of the journey is fun. The journey is joyful because enjoy it. If you're, if you're just wanting that house, if you're wanting that boat, if you're wanting that relationship, whatever you're wanting in your life and you're focusing on wanting that energy, then you're not enjoying the current present moment and you're throwing away your life for a future moment when today is beautiful. I will tell you like, yeah, I wish I had a team to help me succeed faster. But you know what? I should be grateful for where I am today because that's going to add a whole level of complexity to my life where I'll have to be managing a team and be accountable to them and all sorts of stuff. And I might have more freedom right now in terms of business, at least, than I might have when I have a team one year from today. Absolutely. So just be grateful for where you are today and enjoy the journey. 
Yeah, that's I, I, I've said that many times and I love it. I'm sure you heard before, it's not a sprint, it's a marathon, right? Yeah. It's how you should really think in the long term as well when it comes to pretty much, you know, your goals, finances, anything. Yes. So um, what is your goal with your digital nomad lifestyle? Are you planning on staying here in the U.S.? Are you planning on expanding um, or going somewhere else outside of the U.S.? Um, I definitely want to base in the U.S. I, I'm grateful to be a U.S. citizen. And I think that Florida actually is a great place to be now. So I'm, I'm based in the U.S. But I'd love to get to the point where I'm going back to traveling six months out of my year and then and I'm basing here six months out of my year. I plan to go to Mexico for a month. I plan to continue this lifestyle because what is the what is the amazing part about this is the opportunities to grow. Remember those six human needs? Right. Growth is one of them. And if I had not been a digital nomad and allowed all the synchronicities and things that were happening in my life to, to drive me to the next place and the next place, I ended up in LA in early 2019 because of a bunch of other events that I had been to. And when I ended up there, that was the opportunity to go to my first Tony Robbins event. And if I was somewhere else in the world, that probably wouldn't have happened. So it was the opportunity to be traveling where I wanted to be and then take action and be around the people that were doing the things I wanted to do. And that was what allowed me to grow. Because if I was in, if I was at my nine to five in, in New York City, you would have missed it. I would have missed that. And I would have had to take off time and that would have been a whole process and I probably wouldn't have done it. So the nomad lifestyle has allowed me to grow in ways that I never knew possible. So yeah, I definitely want to continue it. Yeah. Um, just in a little bit of a different way right now. And I think Tony Romans actually is coming to Florida. I don't know if you saw online. I think he's going to have something here in Southern Florida. Yeah, he's. Uh, they're starting to open up some stuff. Hopefully Date with Destiny will happen again at the end of the year. Um, those are all amazing events. Um, but I'm also trying to do my own events now because I've done those things so many times that I, I think that I want to create that environment for other people myself. And if you might not resonate with Tony, but you might resonate with coming on a retreat and like, having fun with other entrepreneurs, that's where I want to want to help people with. Too. Yeah, I'll, I'll be down. So I'll, I'll definitely look at your, you know, Instagram and your page, see what's going on out there. Awesome. Um, any last tips or advice for people that would like to leave their nine to five and, you know, pretty much just find their, their freedom. We're not just talking about leaving that corporate job, but just finding what you really want to do in your life. Right. I think that people get so stuck in the idea that certainty, the, the paycheck coming in, um, I want you to think for a second of like, how much money do you have in your bank account? I'm not telling anybody to jump like right away with no money in their bank account and no resources. I think that it would be not great advice. Um, it, but I will tell you, it doesn't take a fortune to do it. If you had five to $10,000 in your bank account, um, I want you to think about how much runway. Have you ever heard of the term runway? Yes. So in New York City, on $5,000 to $10,000 in my bank account, my yeah. runway would have been a month or two, maybe, yeah. right? I'm spending so much a month just to live in New York. What's my runway in Bali? What's my runway in Mexico? That's much longer. $10,000 can last you maybe six months. Um, so what I will tell you is, yeah, go explore too. I, I, I don't take the, don't make the leap and just like, jump straight into work because you're you're supposed to explore that's actually you know gopro story no not really 
it's not not super long. Basically, he um, he's, he quit his job, started traveling around the world, was surfing somewhere in the world. And he's like, wow, I wish I could capture my friends surfing. And then he's like, well, what if I created a camera to, to go surfing? So basically, he started that idea and then started reaching out to, to manufacturers and, and things like that. But would he have had that idea to actually create the GoPro if he wasn't already exploring what he wanted to do in his life? Probably not. So go explore a little bit. But I, what I wouldn't do is not have a plan at all. I kind of didn't have a plan at all for a little while. And I think that if you take like maybe a month and just like explore and then like start taking action, start sharing on social media, start, um, start learning new things, take an online course, and then start implementing that as fast as you can and start teaching it to other people. That can actually accelerate your life quite quickly. And yeah. I've always also shared on social media because that's helped me grow. That's helped me put myself on camera. That's helped me feel more confident talking to you right now. Um, because social media is a platform for me to like, just give to the world who we'll see what comes back. Yes. But the more that I put myself out there and become a content creator, the more that I'm stepping into a new identity of an entrepreneur that's sharing this knowledge with the world. Absolutely. And I think nothing's going to happen, obviously all at once. It's all about steps by steps. You don't need to do everything all at once, but as long as you implement those, uh, you know, those, those steps every single day, I think you, you're eventually going to reach it. You will reach it. Um, the, this is a whole different conversation, but I have a piece of software I've been writing for like four years. I wish it was out there already. Um, but I've put in little things, little things. And finally it's starting to come together into something I'm super proud of. And it's like, wow, if I just given up that that wouldn't exist today. So yeah, you have to just continue putting in the effort and eventually things will, will come to, to life. Perfect. All right. Well, Patrick, it was great talking with you. Uh, really appreciate it. How can people find you online or on social media? Uh, my Instagram is patrickfarrell.life, F-A-R-R-E-L-L.L-I-F-E. And you can find me there. My website is also that same uh, thing, patrickfarrell.life. Um, mostly there. I'm starting a YouTube channel. I have some videos up there. Uh, you can go to the website and find the link. And yeah, just reach out to me on Instagram. Would love to collaborate, uh, do other podcasts and uh, have you come on retreats. I think that would be really Absolutely. fun. Absolutely. Yeah, that would be definitely fun. I'm going to put all the show notes, all the information that we talked about today on my Patreon account as well. If people would like to look into that. So thanks a lot, Patrick. I'll definitely, uh, you know, I'll, I'll continue watching your stories and we'll, we'll talk for sure. Awesome. Thanks, man. Talk to you soon. Thanks. Thank you. Bye. Thanks a lot for joining the podcast. Please make sure you subscribe, let your friends, let your family know, and also support me on Patreon. So for those who aren't too familiar with Patreon, Patreon is a membership platform that allows you to connect with me on a one-on-one basis, a place where you can support my work and get exclusive content that I'll be sharing with you. This is where I'll be sharing my knowledge about travel, finance, by sharing posts, links, files, and so much more. Thanks a lot for listening, guys, and I'll catch you on the next one.